You know what we need to have is a kind of metaphor competition. So okay. any wow. metaphors that you have, let us know in the motherfucking comments. All right. <laughs> just we just we're taking any type of metaphor at all that you are well, coming so, well, up with. This is a met and the best metaphor wins. What what do you win? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to Joy Tactics. The podcast dedicated to all things joyful, joyous, and meeting as many celebrities as humanly possible. Hosted by Eric Rahill, Nate Veroni, and Jack Bensinger. Enjoy. Yeah. Do you guys think that the drunk version of yourself could beat the shit out of the sober version of yourself? Mm. Or vice versa? Could you smack your drunk self's ASS onto the ground? I kind of feel like me drunk, I could legitimately get into an MMA ring and and be like on par with a McGregor <laughs> or whatever, like some a professional yeah. fighter cuz I though when I'm drunk, I am incredibly unpredictable. And you get a little slappy. And a lot of these fighters, they they're they're used to you know, fighting in a certain style, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> trained under this the these different disciplines. But the way I fight is like, you know, I might like just act like I'm passing out for a second and then just like bite off somebody's nutsack or something like that. Like nobody's doing that in MMA. Nobody's even <laughs> nobody's even trained to defend something like that, you know? So they I, I, they would be done. They'd be yeah. it'd be over. Yeah, what's the defense to somebody getting up in your grill and acting like they're about to pass out? There's no there they would be like concerned. Like I would be like <laughs> like just about to like have a seizure or something like that. And then they'd be like, yo, 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 yo. And the, the, the ref would like kind of be like, all right, is he good? And then I kind of just stop for a second and then it would be like <sighs> bite off a fucking bare chest, oh, nuts man. at whatever, bite off something. Mike Tyson. That's a good style. point. Yeah, if someone's trying to I could to... see you getting in there, Nate, and just slap. Slap. <laughs> slap. Only slaps, but you're slapping them so Yo. hard they're spinning around. You can die from a slap. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't slap know death. that slap. Like, death. have you seen those those MMA? Is it UFC slap contests? Slap oh league. my god, we need to do that with the three of us. Shit. Oh, we need to do the slap league in Atlantic City, <laughs> in the middle of the Hard Rock Casino. Oh, we could do it like a kissing booth out on the uh, boardwalk and be like, knock me out with a slap and. Um, you know, oh. I'll, I'll buy you lunch. I have so little stamina or um, whatever. I know one slap would fucking kill me. <laughs> I think that I'll die by falling down at a not that old of age. Yeah, you're definitely a, you're definitely a like kind of a pathetic death like that. I think For like sure. I, yeah. like a you know like you're not gonna. I feel like you want to go out in the. You know, Lambo car crash, it explodes on yeah. the 405, you know, but you are going to have the most pathetic death of all time where it's like, man, like he died. Like, how'd he die? He just like oh, kind of fell down on and hit his head on a table or something. Oh, man. <laughs> really? All right. It, it, like if it was on video, it would look like the weakest. And he's 42. Nothing. And he's 42 mm-hmm. years old as well. Like he should have oh, man. easily recovered from that. Yeah, did you hear what happened to Eric? No, what? He kind of he cracked his knuckles and he thought he felt it in his leg, and then he just started hyperventilating, yeah. and he kind of thought himself into being dead. Kind of, just kind of couldn't grab couldn't grapple with the, it, how, the idea of being it, alive. It will affect like how people mourn your death too, because they'll be like, yeah. they, I think they would have been like extra sad if you would have, you know, passed away from some crazy terminal illness or something like that. But because you kind of had this like kind of preventable 
like pathetic fall death like they'll be like oh like i mean that's on him like i don't even feel bad for him right. you know what i'm saying yeah people are gonna be like embarrassed at the funeral everybody's gonna show up in like glasses and it's yeah hat. like they're going to like plastic surgery consultation they're trying not to be seen like oh shit oh shit oh, can't go to this guy's funeral people are gonna Eric, you know, what differently? What type of funeral do you want? What is the vibe that you want at your funeral when you pass away? Do you I want, want that New Orleans funeral? Oh, you want the type. whole? You want... I want the parade with the big brass band and liquor and dancing. So you're saying like most people when they die they get sad, they get mournful, but you're saying this is a celebration of life. Why are we yes, all sad? Yes. We are. We should be celebrating what is. We all die. Why are we so sad right now? We should be happy yeah. and having a good time and drinking and and celebrating what ha- what the, what was. That's interesting. I want to be all formaldehyded out <laughs> and kind of propped up on some type of vehicle, like a ATV or you know. Mm-hmm. Some type of I want to be taxidermied and crucified, like, <laughs> like <laughs> ancient style. Yeah, you want to be walked. You want to. You know how those guys, uh, those like super crazy uh, Christian guys, uh, volunteer themselves uh, to be Jesus during the Palm Sunday oh march towards the. Are you kidding me? I don't know if that's Palm Sunday, but you know they they Palm volunteer Spring. to be crucified. They got That's a day, what's this? They got a day called Palm Sunday because they got the nails through the palm. Yeah. No, I think it's the palm leaves. Oh, the, oh my god. There was a so. oops, we're talking about religion again. Sorry. <laughs> oops. Turn off the pod right now if you're it's a little palm bit Monday. sensitive. It's the palm cast. It's the palm cast. Check it. My favorite but palm cast. There was a, a Jesus in my church that I went to where he would he was the actor who would play Jesus during the Palm Sunday, and he would he would reenact the crucifixion, and he would go so fucking crazy. Was he like whipping himself. There would be like people whipping him, and he would be like, ah, ah, oh fuck, ah. Oh, like, no. He would he would go there's, in. There's nothing funnier to me than that. <laughs> It was quite violent and quite graphic. There was fake blood everywhere. And this was like just a regular Sunday, you know. Well, not regular. It was Palm Sunday. But, you know, we didn't need to see that, you know. Hell no. I want to go to church so bad. I feel like I went to synagogue for like 16 years, and I never even met anybody. I didn't even see anybody. I go to church one time with my friend Mark, and I'm like, getting kicked out and um, there's like a half pipe and people are skating on this thing and then i go in and people are singing in english and the lights are on and everybody's wearing normal shit i just i, I would love to be taken to church hey we should go to church on sunday morning when you're here wait, can I, <laughs> go to can, a, and not to wait, make fun of some local nice church yeah of course jack all right i'm saying i'm saying all of us oh, okay i'm saying we go to a mega church where we won't feel so bad coming in recording Right, doing TikTok type of pranks on everybody, <laughs> <the pastors laughs> laughing in their face about their religion, whatever. Uh, oh yeah, two hundred two, uh, one prayer or, or double it and pass on. Do you want to hear one prayer or double it and pass oh, on? Double it yeah, and yeah. pass on this guy. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, I mean we should. I mean you got to see it, Jack. You never been to church? I've been to, literally. I've been to church one time because there was it was a mega church because there was a half pipe there and I wanted to go skate and then I went in. And it was like, I just remember the light. It was like, 
It was like going to a real theater production where it was like blue lights, everybody's singing, and then um, mm -hmm. yeah, then I left. Yeah, there's a lot of th it's a there's a lot of theatricality thing. that goes into because it's just entertainment at the end of the day. People just people mm -hmm. just want to go to and see a show. You know what I'm saying? In these small towns, yeah. they just want to be entertained and. And some of the most entertaining things you'll ever see is somebody, you know, speaking in tongues and speaking in a language that they kind of like made up on their own. And they think they're mm -hmm. connecting with a higher force, you know, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of, you know, ups and downs with it. There's singing. There's there's people like kind of dancing and running across stage, at, at, you know, kind of the more non-denominational Baptist style, like people can kind of get weird at church and people like to view that and they like to see that type of shit go down. We should, uh, um, yeah. Well, go ahead. I was just going to say, I went to a friend's church, one of Pentecostal, Pentecostal churches usually. And I went to church with a friend and, he, and I went to regular church. We didn't talk, speak in tongues. And I went with him, and all of a sudden, everybody's getting filled with the Holy Spirit, Whoa. speaking in tongues, and I felt myself kind of just faking it. That's what that, that's what everyone's doing, though. Everyone's faking it. Yeah. In and out of church. I'm faking it right now. I'm faking being ever... a podcaster. No, we're not. Uh, dude, we're doing this more real than anybody out there. This right is the now. realest podcast on the planet. Like, it's just... The, it, it doesn't get realer than this than us three Pe we are some of the, people we're the three of the realest motherfuckers on earth the real amigos if you ask us something we're gonna tell you straight up even if it hurts your feelings even if it's not nice yeah. we're gonna tell you how we motherfucking feel we're real about because it because we're real and guess what i've been to every neighborhood in new york multiple times <laughs> and wow. in the last week since this shit dropped Oh shit! What's that? Here I hear blasting from that SUV. Beginning of Joy Tactics. It's yep. Nate going off on some crazy ass tangent. We're in Bronx. It's Jack singing a song on the podcast. Tribeca. This has they they, they like me started, and Tribeca the most. They has, this has started as a podcast, and I was like, oh, you know, we'll just have like upload this to Spotify, whatever. Like it's just me and See my friends happens. hanging out. But I am so shocked because. This is now a movement that we've created. Yes. It's not it's no longer this this thing that we started as, which we had zero expectations. You always hear people, "Oh, right. what George Lucas, what do you think of Star Wars?" I was just having fun making a movie. Yeah. I didn't know it would end up like this, and that's how we feel. We were just like, "Oh, maybe one, two people will listen to this." But we have created such a solid movement that is Dipping and zipping into the fucking zeitgeist, where people are dipping kind of and zipping. People are are feeling different. I I feel like every everyone has kind of changed and are, has been affected by this, whether they're listening or not. They have been because exactly. we know somebody that's listened to. You know, we you're 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 probably four degrees away from somebody who's listened to Joy Tactics at this point, statistically, analytically. Or zero. Literally, I'm walking down the street in New York. I'm thinking about going to get pot bellies to try the new sandwich. I hadn't tried yet. I've tried almost everything. But then this guy comes up to me. He starts putting, tucking my head into his shirt from the bottom. You know, when you lift your shirt up and bag him. And I'm thinking, what the <laughs> hell is this? What is this? I look up. <laughs> I spit, it's a hair in it. <laughs> spit hair out. All of a sudden, I look around. What the hell? It's Mayor Eric Adams of New York. And he's trying to tuck me into his Yo. shirt from the bottom, kidnap style. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Do I know you? Oh, snap. It's the president or the mayor. And he goes, yeah, dude, I want you... I'm 
I'm tired. This is, I need you to do this because you're the most suited for it. So I'm trying to put you in my clothes so I can slide out. That's how crazy the podcast is getting. Already. This shit should be subsidized by the government. I didn't tell you guys this, but I recently was at a party, which was 99% models. Whoa. Mm. And two of the most famous models came over to me and I was like, chill, chill. I got a girlfriend, chill. And they say to me, hey, would you, they're like, do you know what we dream of every day? It's a male and female model, by the way. This isn't just women. It's just all genders love the fuck out of us. And they're like, do you know what oh, I, we would love so much? And I'm like, what? Chill. First off, chill. They said, we would love if you guys could be, rec- if we could get you recording in our bedroom. Whoa. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Uh, the podcast was. They want to have sex. That's something I'm so comfortable with. If the three of us were in a fivesome with two models, let me just say, Yo, that yeah. would be the most natural I've ever felt in my life. I would Ooh. definitely be involved in that type of shit with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that would be yeah. awesome if we were all, you know, whatever single, whatever. Which we're not. Attention, ladies! Which we're not Attention, ladies! Too. Stop. What you're doing, stop right now. Stop DMing us because we're not going to fucking look at it. Because guess what? I'm one of the most loyal fucking people on the planet. I don't even think about anything else besides my girl. And that's why the ladies rock with me. That's why I'm one of the best partners and boyfriends on the fucking planet. Because when you're with me, it's laser focused. It's just about you, baby. Mm-hmm. It ain't about anybody I, else. Yep. But you and me right now. This, is, this, is, this night's about you right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make you feel special, you know? Let me quote Metallica. <laughs> dream on. Dream on. Yep. If you're listening. Yeah. I need to think about it. But we also understand that a lot of people out there would love to date us, to even be around us desperately. And we get that. And, um, you know, I would too if I was in your position. But it's just the case right now that we're all taken and happily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you guys know that and that's why you're not saying it to us, but right. out of respect. Right, 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 right. But here's the thing. It doesn't mean that we all can't have friends, uh, like celebrity friends. Of course. Like we, we want to be still meeting and hanging out with everybody, but like, just don't expect if you start to cross the line blocked. Right. Hey, uh, what's your name? Freaking, uh, What's your freaking name? Uh, One of the famous, most famous models. Uma Thurman. Oh, yeah, Uma Thurman. We're chilling. We're friends, Mm -hmm. right? Right. She sends me hard eyes. Block. (laughs) You're blocked. Right ass there. Block. Yeah, I'm like chilling. It's over. I'm I'm at, you know, Chipotle or something. What am I? Why do we have scenarios where I'm at Chipotle with a celebrity? Isn't that the... Anyway, no just just go. With it. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that you're in line. I'm in Chipotle again <laughs> with <laughs> with a with ice spice, you know. This and, is like uh, oh, the, the reality of like I think I do think by like episode twenty, if you've listened to twenty or twenty five episodes of this podcast, oh you will God. have heard everything that we are capable of saying or talking about. <laughs> it will just. <laughs> instantly repeated like that was like what two episodes ago just instantly <laughs> repeated it just it's so easy to say any other place but anyways i'm with ice I think spice it's a good thing. we're uh, kicking it and like you know just friends having a good time and she's just all of a sudden like like nate what's up like let's get down like what are we even doing it's like i would just i would immediately just look at her and just 
walk away like not even just say and then she would like text me like what happened was that i'm sorry about she was too stunned to speak then block unfriend unfollow everything cut ties that's what happens when you try to get too close we uh, with us yeah because we we are people that um we don't want any new friends as well because i mean unless unless though they've done enough of the type of creative work that we like so like right they're in no, i mean that new seasons yeah. of Aquaman, tv and stuff simpsons yeah. oh simpsons yeah yeah, yeah. Matt groaning i Maybe mean of watch. course we would love to be friends with them but you know there's a lot of people that come into our lives now who are like yo nate what's up man like i'd love to kick it and i'm just like Yo, so are you want to use me or something? Like you don't know hey, with these people. Oh my did god! We, was it in an episode we just did, or was it in a bonus app, or was it in one that didn't work out where we were talking about like how people didn't like right? How the no, Mike no. Jones of it all? It was it. It was the bonus app we were talking about. Okay, my bad. No, we were saying that like you know since the pods dropped, right? Like, right. All of a sudden, people are just like kind of come coming out the woodwork hey Nate, just checking in let me tell you what you know what literally happened to me the other day i'm walking around new york city i'm trying to go to the pot belly to see what kind of sandwiches new sandwiches i haven't tried yet there this guy comes up to me and starts putting my head in the bottom of his shirt all of a sudden i go i start (laughs) spitting out hair all of a sudden i look up jack 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 you just said that man I you did. just said, you just said, that, said that. Oh, dude. sorry, man. So, I, I've been chew- chewing a lot of grape flavored ice cube bubble gum. It's okay, man. But that was so, that was I, such a good riff that I think you could have even gone twice with it, and people would have been really? okay and not turned off or like you know like shutting yeah, off well, the pot or anything. Thanks, like sometimes, sometimes you know you hear a song twice. Why can't you hear it like a riff twice? You know, you're you're listening to mm-hmm. all the lights by Kanye West over and over again well why aren't you listening to this episode like five ten fifteen times you know what i'm saying which Mm -hmm. actually a lot of people are um, the real heads do because if your brain is wired more advancedly which i think a lot of people listening Mm -hmm. you know that about yourself let's be honest yeah you will be able to like regular intellectual sentences get stuck in your head in the way that a lay person maybe like a song a song that's on the radio gets stuck in their head for you it's like Oh, four score and seven years ago. That's so catchy. Oh, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. That's a bop. Right. So mm, that's what I am just saying now. (laughs) And now I'm done. I wanted to uh, quickly shoot off of the, you brought up the bubble gum you were chewing. Oh, yeah. And we were getting drinks uh, with a group about a week ago. And I offered somebody some gum. And he said, no, thanks. I don't want cancer. Yo! Really? And I said, what info do you have that I, I'm not aware <laughs> of? Because I chew this shit like every day. It makes my breath smell good as fuck. And I like the way it feels on my teeth. And I didn't ask him that, but I haven't looked it up on Google because I'm too afraid. But if anybody listening is a doctor or nurse or hospice nurse... Let us know if you know anything about gum Wait, being cancerous. The person didn't respond when you asked them that. 
I didn't answer. I just said, I mean, this is the type of coward I am. I said, oh, oh said, for okay, sure. No then I popped the piece of five gum in my mouth. Well, dude, that's a great response to any question that anybody asks you. No, you're thanks. Like, I don't want cancer. <laughs> yeah. you. What are you doing tonight? You want to chill? No, thanks. I yeah. don't want well, you know what food. I think about is that I think that in, mm, let's say, 25 years, I think mm. we are going to be a generation that will have the cure to any type of disease so i'm saying if you're smoking cigs right now you're good like go ahead get buy another pack double up the the smoking you know what i'm saying because it's gonna you're gonna it's gonna be all good once you're about 65 years old and the the adverse effects of smoking are about to hit you there's gonna be some you know type of robot like crispr drone ai art is gonna be able to you know cure whatever you got going down so doesn't it seem like you just get dry as you get older and that's the problem maybe people should just get more wet like when i think about like what's because aging is a disease isn't it that's right. the disease yes is the finally we're categorizing it appropriately <laughs> it's a disease it's not good for you um it is a disease so, uh, that i'm suffering from like it's a crippling i feel like i have a kind of a crazier version of aging than most well it's funny because your body ages and they say that's a bad thing but your brain ages and it's called wisdom whoa oh and your soul ages and that's called storytelling ability wisdom well eric speak a little bit about wisdom real quick what does that mean to you that word because something tells me that something tells me that you have sort of a opinion about wisdom and what that means to people as a human and what that does to you as you age and get older and what you can contribute to others with that so-called wisdom that's so interesting you say that (laughs) well i'll speak on it for a second wisdom to me just means seasoning and let me expand on that so you get born into this life everybody's born a baked potato right okay Mm. Um, smiling because I love the fuck out of baked potatoes. But you're born a plain potato, mm. right? And mm-hmm. as you get old, you might have been born a rich potato or a poor potato. Right. The poor potatoes, they get whatever seasoning is around. So it's a little bit of old ass salt that they use on the roads, mm. some dirt. You're mixing some horrible shit, tasting shit in there. The rich people get different type of seasoning. Uh, all the expensive spices. And let me see where I'm going with this. What I wanted to cover <laughs> from there is... <laughs> what are you saying? Are you saying? So, I wanted to somehow get into this. Rich people are more you, wise? You In World War One, we sent all these boys <laughs> off <laughs> to maybe one of the most Eric's violent... Eric's panicking right now like with the metaphor of attrition of Nate just gave time. you the biggest alley-oop of all time. Like a 45-second long intro for you to come up with the sickest shit. Whenever Eric brings up World hell? War One, he is he is panicking. He's spinning he's his wheels. He's like, back in World War One, um, Eric just went back to was... 2015 Chicago. Like, well, the... I did want to say, like, the people who have seen the worst shit on the planet, the death and the violence and human nature and evil and mm-hmm. blood and their friends ripped apart in front of them, they are seeing the most realist part of humanity. And when they come back, they're shell-shocked. They're broken. They don't want to be, in some cases, alive anymore. And maybe they're the wisest people, and everybody else is just dumb. 
you know so what I mean? you're maybe so wait you're saying that sort of through the trials and tribulations of suffering pain disease war famine that yeah. actually contributes to the amount of wisdom and knowledge that you have and that you can share and give to the world so in a way the pain and, and the it, struggle is transcends and transmutes which i love that word transmutes what's that mean it means you take something and and change it into something different and more different and positive than it was in the and and for instance mm. if you're feeling sad mm. as fuck you can transmute that en- energy mm. using ancient techniques into happiness and having fun but i won't give away those secrets you'll have to take my <laughs> e-course for that which i am putting out uh, re- uh on on my website and making a lot of money from by the way <laughs> Way more than this shit, than this fucking podcast. All right, man. Chill out. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we're pretty much on the same page, but what I finally want to say is this. People who have seen the worst of the world and who end up hopeless mm-hmm. and broken, I think they're the wisest because they see life how it really is, which is just ultimately a sad, sad affair. And life is a terminal illness. <laughs> and to be distracted by TV and video games and good dinners, you're just putting off uh, the inevitable, which is um, a long, cold death and return to nothingness. Wow, good God! And you kind of, you kind of said something also about how sometimes they want to kill themselves, and that's the right thing. Is that? Did you say that? At the end I didn't that? say that's right. I just said I. No, no, no. I mean, we'll bleep all that shit. Look, we're going to talk about some dark topics on this podcast because a lot of dark topics don't get even talked about in the mainstream media. That's what pisses me the fuck off. And they are so complex. And there's so many different different points that you can, you know, talk about these issues and not let everyone talk about. And what we're trying to do is just put out these things and saying, hey, we can talk about this because when we talk about it, people learn more people grow more and yeah. we understand these issues a little bit more so let's stop being afraid to talk about dark shit and right. crazy crazy uh, maybe evil subjects and parts of humanity that we're not as proud of but let's talk about it because that's how we change the world is through dialogue and conversation if i see a republican on the street i'm saying hey man what's up like let's chat let's let's yeah. let's let's chop it up like i'm not afraid of you yeah. let's see what kind of commonalities we have me and you because i bet there's a lot more similarities than there are differences Be- in the end because you put people in the dirt you put um feelings and emotions and death and and violence in the dirt or in a dark cellar guess what happens to it just like what happens to alcohol it grows it it, and it grows and it becomes like a all funky and disgusting but if you put that shit in the light of day you put violence and beatings uh whatever right into the sunlight guess what happens it fades like a magazine in a in a window uh display of a fucked up store it gets all faded uh, Eric, can I just say that's right, Eric? That's a good right. Yeah, go ahead. Can I just say, Eric, dude, your metaphors are on fleek today, dude. Mm. Potatoes. It's and- just the way that. Well, I'm serious right now, dude. We are taking subjects that people typically don't want to hear about or don't mm. can't even process in their brains emotionally, and we are right. using this little thing called a metaphor 
to help you understand it in a different light. Because sometimes when people see something in a different, um, you know, framing, a different point of view, they can understand it a little bit more. And that's kind of what we do as, and that's kind of a special skill that we have as comedians. Well, we're more artists, I would say, than comedians, but we're more philosophers. Um, Isn't that interesting? It's interesting. It's interesting, sorry, that um, in order to understand something, it helps to have it be described incorrectly. Whoa. That's what a metaphor is. So somebody might say, hey, you go plug in that plug for me in the outlet hole. And you'd say, you know, it might take you a second to comprehend. But if somebody said, hey, man, would you go breathe life electronically as the snake goes into the cave Yo, of, oh. of um, and the snake goes into the cave oh. of uh, Internet facil- facilitational yeah. current z- portal? Yo. You might go, wow, you know, now I have I don't just get it. It's actually going from my short-term memory into my long-term memory there's significance to what you say now i don't just hear the fact mm-hmm. it's staying with me forever because it has significance you know what we need to have is a kind of metaphor competition so okay. any wow. metaphors that you have let us know in the motherfucking comments all right <laughs> just we just we're taking any type of metaphor at all that you are well, so, coming well, up with this is a met and the best metaphor wins what what do you win i don't know we'll we'll determine that that's the it, metaphor that yeah yes but i think we need to transform the world with these with transmute transmute and transform the world with language you know what i'm saying but oh, you know what? Somebody was saying earlier about speaking in tongues. Yes. Is there speaking in teeth? Oh, oh. <laughs> teeth chatter only podcast. Speaking in teeth, it's a new heightened, even more non-denominational Advanced tongues. spirituality. If you're not Christian, you don't feel comfortable speaking in tongues, give the teeth a rattle. Good God, rattle. genius. Genius. And so what do you guys think about this Alec Baldwin shit? So what happened? He shot somebody a while back. This ain't good. First, this ain't good. First off, thank you for asking this important question. Yeah. And I know a lot of people want to hear sort of our angle on this. And a lot of people, I think, have withheld their own opinions because they want to listen to, oh, what do the Joy Tactics lads have to say about this? And then <laughs> I'll kind of, you know, reformulate what I think and copy what their thoughts are, which we don't, we don't really want people to do that. But if you're kind of stupid as fuck and dumb and don't have opinions for yourself, you can co-opt our opinions. And that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want sort of a crazy, like, you know, morally sound, right opinion, I say lock that motherfucker up, get him in jail <laughs> and treat him badly there. And cause um, I don't think Alec Baldwin is the best person. Well, Nate, that's a little bit, I don't mean to f- offend you, but I feel like that's a little bit of an antiquated take. And what I think we need to do oh, instead of just putting pod. people away, disagreement, but it's healthy. It's healthy, healthy disagreement gonna, coming up. No worries. We're about to no get worries, into it. Man. Get ready. Okay, go ahead, Jack. No, no, no. Don't no. think for a second. I still don't still respect you. I know you, you respect you're not, me. You're not right. You're not right. You're not right. But I'm going to tell you right now what I think. No, I would love. No, I would actually love to hear okay. what you think, Jack. Cool, what, what, okay, what's cool. your opinion? I can tell. I can tell. I can yeah. tell from your tone. Okay, go ahead. I can tell. Go ahead. All right, here I go. Here I go. And mute yourself. Awesome. All right, here I go. Okay. Instead of having the 
approach of punishment, lock them up forever. It's something called rehabilitation. What I and I'm talking about radical rehabilitation. Oh. So this Alec Baldwin, I agree with you actually on this. He is fucked up beyond the pale, and everybody in his well, I won't get to get into his uh, family, but <laughs> we need to put him back at square one. Let's have him adopted right now by people who are infertile and they will be able to say Alec Baldwin you're about to take a pill cocktail that's going to wipe all of your memories and behaviors and we are going to start from square one physically and mentally you're not going to be able to walk you're not going to be able to talk and you're not going to remember any of this but in 20 years we're going to we are going to reintroduce you to yourself through movies that you've been in oh my god finally the day is going to come where he's going to be back on set and he's going to be back in that scenario and he's we're gonna see can he do the right thing that is so futuristically genius so i'm like really my eyes are kind of sparkling out interesting this i'm serious (laughs) i'm kind of i am legit i am kind of blown away by this sort of creative (laughs) take on uh basically the justice system right now wipe well, them clean f- put them in the foster care system and then kind of reintegrate them into their past life and see how they mm-hmm. their opinion with kind of clean a clean slate a clean vision wow shave them down to the bone and then regrow the meat metaphorically so eric that's amazing so what do i think should happen to al baldwin yeah what what do you think I am also conflicted on this because what he did was not chill. And I think mm-hmm. that consequences need to be di- uh, dispensed. Well, where does well, where do you think the buck of responsibility is passed? Is it the person holding it? Is it the person who came up with the idea for the movie? Is it like what? Where do you as, as so, somebody? Because you're gonna be you're gonna be in his shoes one day as an action star. You are. A hun- you're gonna be in his shoes with like killing somebody Literally. on set like eric i know it <laughs> a stunt's gonna go wrong you know like it's and it's gonna, not yeah. gonna be with a weapon it's gonna be with your strength with my fists <laughs> right i know <laughs> well actually one time i did a short film for real and do you guys know this <laughs> there's a part where i'm like what I'm you did a short film yeah i've done more I gotta than catch you'd up. be comfortable That's uh, awesome. talking about dang man i could really I'm see so you there's a part where i'm checking someone's blood pressure and we all know this guy he's really i felt so bad that i did this and i'm i'm pumping up the blood pressure mm-hmm. on this actor and uh we're in the scene i'm not re- recognizing that this thing is actually working and like constricting on his arm and it constricts so tightly and then he says like can we stop and it really <gasps> it hurt him really badly. And I oh. went, oh, stop, my stop. God, and so, you just are literally, I didn't even think about it being connected. And I felt so bad. And I've been trying to think of a punishment for myself for that for years. And hmm. I just so you need to come. be, you need to be squeezed as hard as you squeezed them. Someone, exactly. We could do that exactly. on the pod. We should do the redemption pod where we pick the 10 worst things we've done. And we kind of get physical redemption on ourselves. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I also think, you know, I don't know about my... that That's perfect for my punishment for that crime. But for Al Baldwin, if he did some type of mukbang with the nastiest <laughs> foods on the planet, and it's a 24, 48-hour marathon mukbang of, like, 
sharp ass foods dog food stinky ass nasty ass foods and he's like wants to stop eating so bad but he can't and he goes through the basically the gauntlet <laughs> he's having to eat live octopus and all this shit and he, he loves octopus octopi so eric yeah. it's really you know i know it's it's we are so cre- able to speak so creatively about it because we don't know these people, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So let me ask you this. If it was the person you love most in your life, Eric, which is, I don't know, Charlize Theron? I'm trying to yeah, it's probably somebody you don't somebody. know personally, and it's like Charlie a celebrity that you were just say. Would it make, you know, and they were murdered savagely by a negligent, sexy as fuck dude? Mm-hmm. Me, probably. All right. Yeah. So if Nate murdered your most loved person on the planet, mm-hmm. is that is that would you really feel like that was enough? Here's what I'd do, man. If you came to me, Nate, and you apologized wholeheartedly, yeah. Hey, man, I was not feeling that good. I'm sorry this happened. <laughs> whatever. I told you, I'm so understanding. But then, very likely, something in me, even after the apology, some uh, upsetness would spring back uh, into action, and I'd take a put a Glock in your mouth and make a <laughs> I, I would like to point out once again, uh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying, where we only have about 10 or 15 <laughs> topics that we could do. And then you just, think... <laughs> we're looping. Oh, we didn't use that episode? I don't think we used that one. Yeah, this is Oh, fresh. my bad. All right. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> so y'all, Eric. <laughs> Dude, I never oh, heard yes. that one. Oh, make the range Is that a rep? What? You just made that up? You're crazy, dude. We might have to bleep. bleep, 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 bleep. Uh, something tells right. me, Eric, when, when you sort of go to that place of darkness and if you had to become physically violent to protect somebody, I don't think that you would remember what you did. I think you would black out. You're one of those people that would just fully black out and kind of go like Hulk style. And it's like, somebody has to like smack you, like get him off of, you know, like get him off of him, you know? And you're just like, you kind of wake up and you're like, what have I done? And there's like blood everywhere. And you're kind of like shocked out of it. You know what I'm saying? Which that's a crazy think, conundrum, which has its, you could see that happening. To I me. could see that. I could see that happening to you. Yes. Well, because I'm such a nice guy. And people think I'm so calm and they could do whatever to me. But if you press the right buttons in the right combination, uh, Game Shark style, you'll unlock a cheat code for me that is not too pleasant. And it's a game ender. And it'll corrupt your save file. Dude, and Eric, it'll, what? I just got so sad imagining you as kind of an emotional Hulk where, like, this imagine, this, like, basically you turn into this other version of Eric. Maybe you're green, it's not important where you are so fucking fun and helpful and useful to be around, but you don't remember any of it. And then you wake up from being that Hulk, emotional Hulk. And it's like, dang man, like who do I, who do I love? Is it Eric or is it the other one? So you're saying like, there's a Hulk, like a different type of Hulk style where it's like, you turn into this person that's like volunteering and, you know, like promoting, like, uh philanthropic like right endeavors like mr beast mr <laughs> mr beast deserves some type of 
I think metal. global metal. He needs. I, I could. Mm. He is very soon in the future. When Trump is president in 2024, I'm not saying I'm for that. I just think you know maybe that's a possibility. It's an inevitability. I think Trump will be. I could see him putting on some sort of medal on Mr. Beast that's meant for Marines that have been in combat because he starts like World War Three as a YouTube video of some yeah. sort. And it's just kind of like, you know, kind of pranks the whole world in that regard. And that's so, it. That's it. I can't reveal what my what my master plan is, dude. You know, it's going to be crazy why not? because come on, man, because it's going to be so surprising that people are going to be like, yo, this is Eric. Don't you think he should just tell us? I do think that. All right, I'm going to fake my death, and then I'm going to show up in Times Square just kind of <laughs> a couple years later. <laughs> <laughs> but they do Mr. Beast, in, uh, we need him on the pod immediately. We need to talk to that man oh and get God. into his fucking head. I want to get into his brain for one minute. I'm afraid. I feel like that's – y'all see the movie Whiplash with J.K. Simmons? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be afraid to have Mr. Beast on because we're just so not going to be at his tempo that he's going to be like, what the fuck is this? You guys have no retention skills. You're not ready. Where's the, what, what the fuck? Where's the click? Where's the click? Do you think that Mr. Beast is a tyrant? I think so. I think he definitely Mm -hmm. is. Jack, would you, if you had the opportunity to be mentored by Mr. Beast and he was like, I'm going to help you become basically Mr. Beast for point two point and he was you know simmons style whiplash you're like creating youtube videos and he's like the thumbnail isn't fucking right you know what i'm saying like screaming at yeah. you would you yeah. would you endure that and do you think like that would help you as a content creator put out some amazing shit in the end or do you think that you would suffer a lot of trauma and come out of it a shell of yourself and kind of oh um resenting Mr. Beast for putting you through that shit. Um, that's tough. Cause there's a side of me that's like, I am very sensitive. If anybody raises their voice at me, I'll start crying right away and I won't be able to focus. And then I'll just be thinking about that moment for the rest of my life. Wow. But there's another side of me that's like, you know what? Maybe I need to be shook really hard by somebody my size who's going to just push me to the brink. And then while he's teaching me all that stuff, I can start looking over his shoulder, trying to memorize his passwords to all his emails and stuff and slowly start (laughs) siphoning money out of his organization. (laughs) And then I can kind of peace out, get out of the country, fake my own death, and then not have to worry about any of this shit. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I kind of took a left turn there, but I'm always thinking about the exit route. You know, when you go into a restaurant, you're thinking, where's the nearest exit? I think about that with with my career, with the country with every relationship I have, what's the fastest way I could cut ties and ghost to the point where nobody will ever see me again? Because life is one giant restaurant. Do you think that's... And what's on the menu? Do you think that is possible to actually fake your own death and live live a second life in some sort of other country, go to South America and be in kind of a remote village and have kind of like a second, like, you know, version of yourself where you're with the people there and they don't know who you are and you have like a new, you know, partner and children there and yeah. you're one with the community and no, of course. do you think that has, has, do you think that has happened? Like a famous well, person? Well, I has do know. I'll fa- speak on this really quickly. There was just a case in Germany 
where uh, a woman found another woman that looked like her, a doppelganger, and she stabbed this woman many times to till her death, and oh. tried to convince everybody that that was her. So she used this other person's body, thinking That's to make people think that that was her death, and then she could leave her life. Oh my! But so uh, you'd have to have the same voice, and you'd have to. Well, but this person's you know. dead, so that I mean, the you know, you see the. Yeah, but then you go to hang out with their friends, and they're like, "Oh, no!" Yeah. She didn't want to take her life; she just wanted to escape. Wait, what? What happened? Somebody killed somebody that looked like them. Uh huh. And then tried to convince everybody that that person was her body, like tried to make it look oh. like that was her body. Oh, so oh, so then I see she what you're saying. I thought okay, mm-hmm. she wasn't trying to take over that person's life; she mm-hmm. was trying to reverse. Exactly. Interesting. Wow. But then they would just do the DNA test, obviously. And then I guess they probably did the DNA test, and it was a pretty easy fix. Yeah, they, and then somebody went missing who kind of looked like her. I don't know. I would love to fake my own death, but <laughs> then come back. Yeah, right. Fake right. my death for two years. Watch all I, the I legit, Facebook tributes come in. They're going to play this back when I die. They're going to play this moment back on, on the pod and you know, 40 mm-hmm. years from now, but... I have a kind of a secret plan, and that's all I'm going to say. And that's all I'm going to say, and I'm just going to leave this little sound bite right here for when I mysteriously pass away, when I am, Uh you know, 82 years old or whatever, and everybody thinks that it is from a terminal disease or something like that. Just know, just know, there's something else going on. That's you all I'm going to say. No, 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 no. That's all I can Why say not? right now because I have a, Wait, kind of a not? master plan. Because I don't want to reveal, you know, what the plan is because that's that it'll be a surprise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's so, it. That's it. I can't reveal what my what my master plan is, dude. You know. It's going to be crazy. Why not? Because. Come on, man. Because it's going to be so surprising that people are going to be like, yo, this is. Eric, don't you think he should just tell us? I do think that. All right, I'm going to fake my death, and then I'm going to show up in Times Square just kind of <laughs> a couple years later. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. So if, I die, so if I die, just kind of like peel, get, just, just, just kind of look around in Times Square like a couple years after, and there's going to be an older version of me that's kind of looks, uh, you know, like he's been through a lot of shit in a different country, and it's you know it's taken a lot for him to get back to new york city via small boats and you know cargo ships and i'm gonna smell and it might not be recognizable but just just keep your eyes Mm. open that's all i'll say i I feel like there's a couple people like that right now yeah right (laughs) you might mistake it as like somebody else but you'll know you'll know if it's me like um because i'm really nice and in in person and you're nice but you're also sexy man Dude, thank and you. And you know, we're all different types <laughs> of sexy in a way. We kind of all this. are. And that's weird that there's different complexities and multitudes to being right. sexy. And a lot of people can be sexy, but in their own kind of unique, separate ways. And all of us have our own unique sort of riz and yeah. sexiness to us. Wait, should we go around and describe each other's sexiness? In yeah. The most yeah. Way? Yes, absolutely. Right, that's right. such a good all idea. All right, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'll, uh, who right, should we start with, Jack? Uh, who should we start with? <laughs> let's start with well, Jack. 
Like, how is Jack, right, like, dude. what's his own kind of, like, sexiness? What is he bringing to the sexiness spectrum? Jack, you know what I'm Jack, I don't even know if you know this, man, but you bring a sense of mysteriosity to your environments. And you walk <laughs> in the room, who, oh, snap, he's tall. Oh, snap, he's got an amazing BMI, as as far as I know. Oh, snap, he dresses like a skater. And, oh, snap, yes. I, I, I'm feeling magnetized to him. And oh snap, he's got that facial structure that I like. Mm. And I just know when you walk in the room, people are going like this. When we were at SNL and there are many celebrities abounding all around us, here's what happened when we walked into that one room. People and Eric's turning looking turning the over property the side brothers right now. turning around looking at your ass uh, and your face. For there, real. there is a type of mm. mystery to your, to your sexiness. And Eric, I will say that your sexiness is kind of like it's kind of shocking in a way. When you step into you a know? room, it is like it's kind of energetic and palpable. Like well, people can, may I say, people can feel it. Like if you step it, into a room, they might not see you, but they like mm. something perked up. You know and what I'm saying? That. They see you. There's no such thing as seeing Eric from a distance. If you see Eric, the second you see him, you feel like you are fucking nose to nose, what? forehead yes. to forehead with him. You feel like you are shoved in a sleeping bag, body to body, sweating on each other. That's what it feels like to just look at you in the eyes, man, Wait. no matter how far away. Go a little deeper on this because I'm like trying to wrap my head around this. <laughs> no, right. So well, it's funny because it's hard to see. You're like an elephant doesn't see themselves as a giant in the mm -hmm. mirror, right? But you are so sexy. In what way, though? Like charisma? Dressing? In a way that feels... Uh, so you're dressing, first of all. Wow. Lately, man, you've been on this incredible, like... Wow, this guy maybe used to be like a, a Olympic wrestler for a different country. <laughs> and he lived in, like, Albania or Montenegro for a while. Yeah. But now he's back and he's doing his thing with the amateur golf. And he's oh, impress but, you know, impressing and, everybody and that he way. he listens to all the... All types of right. amazing music that I wouldn't really even necessarily think that he did, but he knows so much about all these genres <laughs> and bands. Like European, Polish, techno. Yeah. Like, like shit that like New Yorkers are like if there was if there was a New York if New, if there was like a level of New York underneath New York, I guess mm. I'm talking about the underground scene. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk too much about my involvement there because I'll start to revealing right. you're kind yeah. of a legend in the underground scene no maybe nobody knows about you outside of that but underground is like you are the brad pitt of underground and it is like you walk nice. into a certain type of club where it's like there's low lighting the 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 wait staff there is fucking everybody's so attractive mm -hmm. wearing the craziest clothes but it's like kind of vintage but and everybody there is eric rahill oh my god uh eric uh mr mm -hmm. rahill mr rahill mr rahill, over here over here so and that's kind of where yeah. but that's how we like it and we we and, like it like that and we like it like that uh-huh uh-huh let me say one more piece let me say one more thing about eric Whoa. eric you might not be the sexiest version of anything, but guess what? <laughs> you have a... No, no, no. This is going somewhere, but you okay, have a version of the sexiest version of everything in you. So you look like a combination of... You are like you give off the combination. You're the sexiest lumberjack mix slash DJ slash veteran slash prisoner slash uh, high politician prisoner. slash British guy slash alien, you know, whatever. So... 
Wow. Well, I thank you for that, but we well, we do have one more person to get to. We do have. A, I think there's one more person who hasn't been talked about in the sexiness spectrum. Literally, well, I think it's me. You have the raw Nate. You have the most like bodily sexy, like disgusting. Yeah. Like people want to freak on you. You know what I mean? Like it's people want to fucking like people want to put you your entire body in their mouth like a fucking snake. Yeah, it's kind of weird because like, I feel like are, I yeah. am kind of one. Like sexuality isn't something that I am near. It's not at another table. It is on you know sitting right next to me. It's it's mm. in my backpack. You know. What no, I'm saying? no. I think that's what you think. I think you've trained <laughs> yourself to think that you're not as sexy as you are. But here's what happens, dude. You know, you're very famous on TikTok for the Mr. Simp character. And you are sexy in your own way on that. Right. Where you're kind of playing at being sexy. But what's shocking is that when you take that little drawing hair off and you put on your special glasses and you put <laughs> on the residual clothes that you've got, you you transform into kind of a sexual god. And I'm not kidding. You walk in the room, oh, snap. You look like you smell good, man. And I do smell very <laughs> extremely good. So yeah. you're saying I'm kind of like a sexual do, chameleon that I can shape shift into well, different yeah. types of sexual energies. And but I think people, we all are that, but you're the most. Okay, that's like that. uh, that's. And you know what else? You like you know how they say like oh you all see all these images of Jesus and you're like oh he's like a white guy with long hair. I don't know if that, but I don't know if this is really true. Blue eyes and all that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the same. thing thing goes for james bond where in the movies he's this like looking guy looking like this but i think the real james bond nate you look exactly like what that guy should look like because you are like you look like an international skilled crazy spy yes that is just has responsibilities that people don't understand or realize because you keep it so close to the vest wow this is incredible. And I want to say one more thing about my sexiness. I feel like it has a little, maybe like I have sexiness in the way where it's like, oh man, yeah, I'd like him to maybe like take care of like, like a kid or, or like, um, hmm? he seems like he's going to be all right raising a kid. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. gotcha. Like you've a got that responsible or, sexualness. Yeah. Which is sex. That yeah. might be the sexiest thing on the planet is responsibility. Yeah, and I'm trying to. Oh my God, that is a beautiful. Oh, say it again, Nate. Say it again. The set. The hola, hola, Yeah, come a little closer to the to the to wherever you're listening to this. The sexiest thing that you can possibly be is responsible. Now let it sink in. Let it sink. Have a pause. Pause. So let that sink in real quick. Yeah, think about it. Think about it a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? The sexiest thing you can be is responsibility. Responsible. Wow. The sexiest. Res- so the so. Yes. If you got to take the trash out. You know You're what we. Fuck. You know what I think we need to get into right now. What? I think you guys know is it's mm. the segment we do every week. One of our favorite moments of the show, where we get to. Look, there's a lot of dark shit going on right now in the world. There's a lot of darkness, and there's a lot of pain and suffering going on in a lot of people's lives and a lot of people's lives that you know of. But we are here to 
kind of transmute, which is a word that we used before on the podcast, just on this episode. The word of the pod. The word of the pod is transmute that type of energy and, and let y'all know what we found joyful and what gave us joy this week because it's the Joy Tactics podcast and we're mm-hmm. looking for tactics to be joyful and more joyful. And hopefully you guys become joyful in turn by hearing our, our joy. So what in the motherfuck has given you guys I, I want to challenge us to do one sentence too. Or even one, one word. Just like what made you joyful in one word. Oh, wow. wow. This is So you're saying you're taking kind of a minimalist approach. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what made me joyful in one word. Go. Followers. Wow. Wow. That's, That's all that needs That's, to be said. And I'll just say it's so, a major increase in that. All of us, wow. our, our social wow. media platforms and our audience is growing so rapidly. So you're either, it's a thing of you either have to hop on the train now or, you know, like see you later. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's the ground floor of something different and something crazy. That's about to, you know, just pop off in a way that hasn't been done before. Mm -hmm. Followers. Interesting. Followers. All right. I got a word. Okay. Go back. Back pain. Back pain has brought you joy, Eric, uh, Jack. Expand upon that, please. I know you just had to do one word, but I'm interested. Yeah, I hurt my back this week, but I was, um, yeah, it had made me kind of sit around, and it, um, it did make me think, you know what? I'm going to use this as an exercise to disassociate with my body hmm. and accept that this is not forever this pain actually makes me laugh. And when I have dreams that I'm at a party and somebody brings out a gun and there's shootings every single night in my dreams, every single time, like clockwork. And I whip out my gun and I don't have any bullets in it. And they see me do it and they laugh at me. And then I wake up and all I can think is, Oh, my back hurts. Hmm. This is just a, all this stuff is just a chance for me to laugh at it and go, ha, you think that's going to get to me? I love challenges. Pain is, Pain is I love no, challenges. No. Pain is nothing. And um yeah. It's amazing. Nate. I let's see here. One word. I think what has brought me joy this week is I'm gonna change mine because we're doing one word now. Mm-hmm. And mine might be a little bit similar to um to Eric's. And my joyful thing this week is respect and then you you can't even believe the amount of respect that i've been getting lately yeah and i like it and i like Mm. when people respect the shit out of what me and what i do and i like for that to continue for a long time because there's nothing better than getting respect and earning it more importantly earning that whether you have to earn it by force or not you get it right well, earning it by force. I would like to earn my respect for respect peacefully. Just that's kind of me personally, because, you know, I'm kind of a gentle giant in a way. You like are. That. Sometimes the most peaceful thing you can do is the most violent thing you've ever done. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yo. 
Damn. And we got to end on that note. That's amazing. That is cr- do you know how many gems did we how many gems did we drop on this? We had path? hella metaphors. This There's it's a whole necklace. I mean, it's a necklace at this point of gems. Right, I mean, so. this is quotes.com type level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quote your favorite things that we said um, in the comments. That'd be amazing. And drop a metaphor. And drop a metaphor. Well, that concludes another incredible fucking episode of Joy Tactics. Head over to patreon.com slash joytactics to unlock exclusive weekly bonus episodes. And make sure to follow us on social media where we post fire TikToks and hilarious shit like that. And if you loved the shit you just listened to make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening and remember, we are shaped by our thoughts, we become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves.